0: are now listening to hint of lemon hey welcome to hint of lemon so today just to start it off quick disclaimer i am catholic i don't know if anyone actually caught on to that by now Just real quick, today's conversation, at some point, we'll be talking heavily about just faith and values of Catholicism, so just wanted to let you guys know, and clearly we're not here to preach, but I think everyone's experience is worth sharing. Other than that, today's guest is a very special person in my life, regarding faith especially. I've known this guy since I was roughly middle school or so. He's definitely an upbeat, positive, and always willing to lift others up in any way possible, and I just gravitated towards him, especially because that's how I find myself sometimes. Just wanting to lift others up in our own unique way. So not only has he shined as a person, but he just has this unshakable faith about him. And hopefully today he can kind of share into where that came from and what has created him to be today. So ultimately, he just seems very secure with who he is, what he believes, and what he stands for. I'd like to introduce you guys to Mark P., What's up, dude?
1: What's up, Mark? <laughs> What's up?
0: A- Mark P. Talking to Mark P, bro. We've always been mistaken with names since we're both right Mark now. P. But
1: but for some reason, I know exactly who they're calling when they say Mark. So. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Part of it's the tone, too, or like the seriousness. Yeah, there is
1: a distinction. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, before I we get started, again I just wanted to open this up with a prayer. For so. sure. Let's do it. All right. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Father, I just want to praise and thank you for this opportunity to just uh, talk about our faith and just uh, to allow you to speak through us. Um, please open up my mind and Mark's mind and open up our hearts and just uh, help us share what you want us to share, because um, you know the hearts of all your people and you know what you want us to say that can uplift those or whoever is listening to this and please um Forever is listening to this right now, we lift up their hearts and concerns to you, especially during this time. And we ask for your guidance, Holy Spirit, to just help us do this according to your will and for your greater glory. And this we ask in your mighty name, Jesus Christ, through intercession, Mama Mary and St. Joseph. Amen. Amen. In the name of the awesome. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen.
0: Cool! Dude, thank Thanks you for that. Thanks for having me, dude. Of course. Thanks for being on here at such short notice, too. But. <laughs> Of course, you know, of course. I said this before the recording, but I feel like it was kind of meant to be because your schedule cleared up today, too. So I was like, oh. yeah,
1: okay. yeah, I really not? did.
0: <laughs> Why not? Yeah. How's the pandemic treating you, man? Like, I know there's a lot of ups and downs, but mm-hmm. what are some well, uh, what's going on?
1: I mean, pre-COVID, I was kind of doing pretty much the exact same thing already. I'm no, a very sure. uh, like, reflective kind of person. I like to yeah. spend quite a lot of time with God, like going on what I call like rosary walks Mm. and then reading God's word and have my own projects too. So I was kind of doing the same thing other than like working from home. Like I ended up working from home every day. So it's been pretty fruitful as far as like, you know, connecting with so many people and just deepening my faith even more. Yeah. So, it's great stuff.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure that's the thing too. Like I always gravitate towards you because you always have a positive spin, which again, that's just a hard muscle to have. So kind yeah. of taking that question too, like what are some new opportunities that you've had to like really grow and in- improve as a person so far?
1: Oh man. So, um, because you know, I, I stay at home. I live with my parents cause, um, I take care of my dad. who has dementia. So I forgot who said this, but like, I think it was Jason Everett. There's a, uh, this like super catholic chastity talk kind of person Mm. national speaker maybe a worldwide speaker but um yeah he said that being with your family is like pre-marriage class (laughs) because (laughs) and it's so true because like you know you're with your family you've known it for so long i mean you didn't choose to be with them but like like, there's you just,
0: just like you, you try to make it work as much as possible, right? Yeah.
1: You know, it's like to say the no least, honeymoon. to say the least. Yeah, yeah, there's no honeymoon stage in that. It's just like <laughs> it's raw. It's just like they either push your buttons or like make you happy. So it's like, yeah, I forgot what he's what Jason ever said. Like, how you treat your parents is close to how you treat your wife or hmm. stuff. Okay, and like, so it's really like, um, you know, work like taking care of my dad who has dementia. It's just, yeah it's a uh, really sharpened my faith it's almost like it's funny because I, I try to see everything from like god's point of view or as, right. as best as i can so i was at the dentist the other day and i was just like dang this feels like exactly like where i am in my faith where it's like god's using sharp instruments yeah yeah it's kind of like when you're sculpting something it's kind of painful or like when you're at the dentist you're really picking at it like right. you're, you're teeth and it's just like he's just god's just like refining me Mm. so like during this time it's really hard but it's like really rewarding because i don't know there's from all my life like pretty much all the time that i've followed them it's always hard but it's always so worth it for sure So yeah
0: i always like your metaphors because that's so like it makes so much more sense when you give it that way because it's like you know you're going through pain, but ultimately it's for a big reason that you may you might not understand right now. But it'll, it'll all make sense. And it's all for your own good, especially.
1: Exactly. For me and for like more so for other people.
0: Right. Um, also, before I forget, do you have any social media that you want to plug?
1: You guys can follow my uh, Instagram, Facebook. It's called Life in a Scribble. Just L-I-F-E-I-N-A-S-C-R-I-B-B-L-E. So Life in a Scribble. You can like watch my video reflections there, for talk sure. about faith, like so many other things, kind of like applying God's word in a practical way because how I live my life. So,
0: no, for sure. And the fact that you have that Instagram is really nice to see how just how much variety you have in terms of sharing your faith. You know, through I know you have reflections after for Sundays, like Sunday readings. And then, other than that, it's just you have your, your older content, which is illustrations of you and your relationship with god and through the lens right. of catholicism i'd like to right. see it as
1: yeah for sure yeah it's a calling so yeah
0: see that's a thing too like we're gonna dive deep into that and i'm so glad that you mentioned that because mm-hmm. again like there's so many pieces of gold that you have that other people may need to hear or may not know what they need to hear yet you know what i mean yeah for sure so let's start it with this again i i met you when i was 13 roughly so middle school and i'll just say my piece first like i remember i met mark through uh, my brother-in-law my now Mm -hmm. brother-in-law whose also name is mark so there's (laughs) a there's the confusion already so everyone who knows mark mark p a mark p and a mark b so there's there's so many (laughs) of us um the thing is that like we were around each other so much and then is everyone just found a way to to call us different i'm mac mac now so i mean
1: (laughs) yeah yeah exactly
0: (laughs) Let's go back then. So, this is my mm. funny story about Mark and meeting him. Um. I met him because you were in friends with Mark B and you guys would always break dance in the in the backyard. Those are my yeah. earliest memories of you. <laughs> and I even wrote this in my notes. I remember Mark P because he always had that classic spiky hair. <laughs> And correct me if I'm wrong. You love the color orange, or at least you like had a lot of oh, orange yeah. clothes.
1: My orange days. I phase don't know what
0: is, I is that a phase? I don't know.
1: Does total phase? I don't okay. know what I was thinking. <laughs> well, Why the fact that
0: like you always wore or, uh, like a form of orange, you always stood out, and it always reminded me of like Goku. Maybe it. <laughs> maybe it. That's where the inspiration came from. But I don't know. Yeah. You had like an Asian Goku vibe, which was dope at the time, especially. <laughs> But I remember, like, you guys would always break dance. And I don't know if that was like when you guys started break dancing more or whatever, but you had very impeccable footwork and flows <laughs> like butter. Like, that's all I remember, <laughs> man. And it's so funny, like, remembering back then. And then obviously, I got to know you through um, our youth group and then just seeing yeah. how you grow. But that's yeah. my funny, memorable memories about you. So, do you remember when you met me?
1: Yeah, like, um, uh... I think it might have been your sister's debut. Oh,
0: yeah. ooh, That was a fun time, too.
1: That was, that was probably the first time. And then, like, over the years, just kind of, like, talked here and there. And yeah. then, like, got to know you more through our youth group. And then, mm. yeah, that was definitely the break dancing days in middle school, <laughs> going into high school. I think I was wearing orange a lot because, um, uh, man, I don't know if that was maybe even into no that was definitely not college i don't know what i was doing Never mind. i don't know what the orange and yellow were about it was a
0: craze man i'm telling you like <laughs> that was your color that was your signature color in
1: <laughs> yeah 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 maybe because like i liked just like being bright and feeling bright no like, so that, like, <laughs>
0: no that explains a lot
1: so,
0: i like no dark. i
1: wouldn't i would not wear an orange coat like no 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 <laughs> No oh, way.
0: Maybe just orange accents. You know, you can't forget your roots sometimes. No. Uh, so one thing that I kind of resonated with you, Mark, is again, like just how strong your faith is. And we're going to go into this much more in depth. But yeah, yeah, Just I just remember being able to see that side of yourself, especially as we went through youth group. I was like, whoa, there's actually more to this guy. And it was very public in the way that you displayed your faith. But also, I've also seen you... Just be strong in faith behind the scenes, which is even more powerful to me personally, because it's like this guy walks the walk and he doesn't talk the talk. And I mean that in the most humble way, because, you know, you're a very humble guy when it comes to faith. You're not throwing in your face like, you know, I'm the best person, like best candidate that God loves. Like you're never you never have given that vibe. And the fact that you speak through actions, that's something that's really touched me, you know, as I got to know you over the years. Kind of taking that in a nutshell. Um, let's kind of relate to like the ultimate reason why I wanted to invite you. So,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Might
0: be a little sappy, but That's
1: you know, okay. I'm, I'm speaking yeah, I'm from the heart person. here,
0: now <laughs> Again, you're just one of my longtime friends. I would consider. <laughs> I've known you since middle school, and yeah, yeah you were just able to shine beyond the person that that you originally presented to peers. Just being able to show that you know you are a a god fearing man was very. <laughs> interesting to me especially at a younger age because some people kind of shy away from that or not necessarily people are embarrassed of their faith but sometimes they kind of worry what others will think about them too yeah, yeah so yeah. just about you like you've never shied away from that you've you've always take pride and full responsibility like this is what i believe
1: mm.
0: if you're not with it i'm sorry but like that's me <laughs> you know what i mean yeah yeah and so i've just been able to see you shine beyond that and see you grow in like multiple ways from like serving in our local church serving mm-hmm. in our uh, youth group community Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I mean? like <laughs> it goes that deep and then mm-hmm. most especially like i remember when i was going through rough times i have a weird let's just say it's a weird relationship with my faith i'm just gonna label it as that for now that's all right there are times where i've felt low and had to go to adoration and better mm-hmm. yet like those were random times i would find you in there and i'm like whoa much Mm -hmm. more respect to you because that just comes to show that like you are a man of faith and Mm. up or down, you always found comfort and guidance from the Lord, Mm. especially. So that's just something very powerful. I feel like others need to hear, especially about you. Dang. Yeah. And most especially like you've always been a good friend and eventually a mentor to me because you've always had an open ear for what I had to say. But most especially like you were non judgmental of like what I had to say and what I had to think. And mm-hmm. you always had that positive spin, which is so ironic because that's kind of like the heart of this podcast too. Oh,
1: nice! You know what I mean? <laughs> Dang, thank you, praise God! For, thank you for all of that. That's awesome.
0: No, for sure. And I, I want to use this platform to really embrace your journey as well. So mm-hmm. let's kind of start with. Tell me about your childhood and your upbringings. Mm-hmm. You weren't born here in Seattle necessarily, right?
1: Yeah, I was uh I was born in New York, Mm -hmm. but I grew up in the Philippines. Right, and um, it was really like my mom's side of the family that really brought me up in faith, Hmm. you know. And then uh, yeah, like I remember summers there, me and my brothers would, especially my twin, um, would like go to mass every morning with our grandparents and uncles and aunts there, and they just like taught me a lot about the faith and just from their walks and what they do, nightly prayers, morning prayers, how they speak to each other. And my mom, um definitely a huge advocate of like the rosary. We used to pray it mm. like every night as mm. a family. And then um, you know, I grew up Catholic, cr- cradle of Catholic. That I think that means um, you know, just from the moment I was born. Sure. I was baptized and confirmed and then and I grew up in a Catholic school mm. in the Philippines. But um, I never really had a relationship with God, like a personal relationship with him until I was, you know, I joined the youth group that we were both in.
0: I mean, before we kind of jump that far ahead, like, how would you describe yourself as a kid? Because I actually don't know this. Like, I I feel like I see some hints of like how you maybe may have been as a kid. Like, you're definitely an energetic dude, and upbeat dude. But like, (laughs) I'm curious if that came from childhood. You know what I mean? Like those little things. (laughs)
1: Like... I try. I try to say this almost. Try, try to be humble. This is for as for sure. Hey, out. just go. So just like, fall
0: out. Whatever. Go for it.
1: Because like um, it actually like in fifth grade, mm-hmm. there's this there's is, this people. Is that here like, in
0: America already or what?
1: I was still in the focus. Okay. So it's like in fifth grade, there's this these people that like came. I don't know from like local television, uh. like station. They're like, hey. Uh, we're having auditions. We <laughs> want people to, like, attend our, like, acting workshop. Yeah. And as a fifth grader, I was like, oh, that sounds fun. I'm going to, like, go there and, like, try it out. And just, just going to be with a lot of other kids, so I'm just going to try it out. Just no
0: plan. And you went for it? Okay.
1: <laughs> and I just, like, went, and then they liked me, and then they um, accepted me, like, in their, like, acting workshops. Like, I yeah. just really enjoy, like, being around people. I was definitely quiet, probably first, second grade. Yeah. Like a really quiet kid. But for huh. some reason, I just kind of like, especially acting, like going in these acting workshops, it's like really steps you out of your bubble. <laughs> like, yeah. And then I didn't know, like after the acting workshop, it was like a giant audition for these shows that they wanted. So mm. I ended up like acting for like a few years.
0: Oh, um, yeah. Like, I've only heard uh, a taste of this. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> at, like a local television station there. And like um for like a few years, it was really fun. It's like this show where they teach kids like moral lessons. Oh, uh, like, okay. You know, like don't steal credit from someone or yeah, take credit yeah, for yeah. what someone did, stuff, stuff like that. Or like math shows or like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, no, it's kind of so like, like,
0: uh, like out of the box or something like here something in America. Something like yeah, that, sure. yeah. Yeah, that kind of format. So like yeah.
1: really educational. I wasn't popular or anything, but I guess really fun. And after that, kind of went into dancing, mm. like dance for a couple. Because in the Philippines, I don't know, I think they still do this. They have like variety shows where people just perform a bunch of stuff. Mm. So me and my brother joined this dance group, and it's really it's a really fun childhood. Just like being out there, what they call like show business. But I was yeah. like, dude, I wasn't even popular. It's like I was just like I had. <laughs> I was just enjoying my time with my friends. That happened mm. to me in the same thing, and because you really bond with the people you act with, the people you dance with. So it was really upbeat, and like also like really. I remember like looking back at it now. I really enjoyed my time with my family on both sides. Like yeah, my mom's like religious side of family, and my dad's. I wouldn't say super religious, but like <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> but definitely yeah. the, like the the hardball like like hard knock like. We'll lay it to you straight kind of like family, but yeah, I, mean, I needed both. I needed, you know, kind of like a tough skin, but like soft heart, but also I wouldn't say hard heart, but like, you know, like a tough heart. So Right. Like you need,
0: but still you fend know. for yourself where it's like, yeah, stand on your own. Yeah. I get what you're saying.
1: For sure. That was kind of my childhood. Super fun best memories. For
0: like. sure. And let's kind of jump towards a uh, youth group. Yeah, I want to say you were new at the time that I came in. Like, I think that was your first year, but obviously time told how much of an impact it made on you because you were very active in that, I remember. So yeah, uh, yeah if you want to take me through that first experience of first being around faith was not new to you and just being yeah. Catholic and, you know, practicing daily prayer, mass, you know, all mm. everything there. But what was the switch, I guess, or what what made you more? What captured your heart, I guess. You we can say mm-hmm. around that time that you were what you were probably like fifteen,
1: definitely fifteen, sixteen. Yeah. So, um, yeah, definitely. Just to re- reiterate what I said before, and then going into this, it's sure. just like, yeah, I grew up Catholic. I was, you know, grew up Catholic school. Like, I learned about like the sacraments and like a lot of things about Catholicism, but never. Actually, I had like a I never had a personal relationship with Christ hmm. until yeah I was fifteen, sixteen when I um, uh, joined the youth group. Uh, what sparked me or really captured me is uh, there are other older kids, yeah, what we call like the older youth, like in their late teens or even like early twenties, were like they were so on fire for their faith. I was like, whoa, there's. There's people, there's teenagers that, like, think Jesus is cool. This is awesome. Like, I'm just, like, here I thought I was just, like, I was a practicing Catholic. You know, I went to Sunday Mass. Like, I was, like, a Sunday Catholic. That's it, Sunday Mass. And then the rest of the week, I'm, like, I'm fine. Do my daily prayer. But these guys are just, like, wow, you know, talking about Jesus. Like, he's cool. He's awesome. I was, like, wow, he's not corny. Wow. Like, it's, like, (laughs) This is is so new to me. It's like they love playing music for him and like different stuff. It actually made me want to know more about the faith. Yeah. So that that's what got me to one, keep going that youth group and really knowing more about Christ and like start a really good relationship with, with him. It's pretty awesome.
0: This is kind of diving a little deeper towards that question. Like what did Mm -hmm. you feel like you had to do to continue to reignite that flame? Because I mean, Mm -hmm. I'll kind of speak off my experiences and then clearly you did something different from me, but (laughs) especially at that time, like, yeah, I remember having a similar experience. Like I was like, whoa, there's other kids my age and then older people. Yeah. You explained it pretty well. Like their faith was on fire and they just had no, Mm -hmm. they didn't hold back about like Mm -hmm. their love for God, which honestly that was taboo to me because I came from a pretty like, sheltered life I guess you can say uh-huh. like yeah. I didn't have friends that were open especially about that and I went to a private school you know what I mean Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah and yeah. so
0: that was just really an interesting experience but through that like I think I was able to dive a little deeper about reflecting on my relationship with God and what uh-huh. I viewed of myself because 13 is a weird time identity wise <laughs> too and yeah totally faith was so strong with me back then that I did consider myself a pretty loving Catholic and that was part of my identity. Mm-hmm. I guess, you know, as life goes on, like things just happen in life and you know, you just kind of lose that strong relationship. Yeah. I think part of that too, was that I just stopped attending as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of people hearing this, who were part of that, that community, like they can agree that at a certain yeah, yeah. point, like the support system is great. Honestly, some people come for the camaraderie or like the, the, you know, the fellowship. But Mm -hmm. if you're not feeding yourself in a faithful manner, like in a spiritual manner, it's natural to just fall apart or like sway away, which I mean, honestly, that happened to me. And so Mm -hmm. I'm curious, like, what kind of had you continuing to come back and Mm -hmm. just be more involved? Because again, like you were very involved in in that community.
1: See, this is um, what I like to emphasize with everyone. It's just like, because this youth group that i'm still currently in like it's under the archdiocese like it's we didn't just like make it up you know it's just like (laughs) like, no it's official
0: let's just say it's official yeah
1: it's official so it's like it's recognized and the thing is i i like to emphasize with people it's like okay like it's a community not the community Mm. so like people have definitely come and go like in the community and um I mean, yeah, it started off as like that. Like, the camaraderie is amazing. Like, it's awesome. You know, like a new relationship. There's a honeymoon phase. And then, like, you kind of not dissipate, but, like, becomes normal.
0: Becomes real, or man.
1: Becomes, like, that, becomes high, real. that high
0: just, yeah. The, some people think, like, I have this high, like, it's going to be here forever. You know, sadly, mm. like, that's up to you to continue to feed that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, like, it started off with camaraderie, but then, like, it kind of grew something deeper for that for me. Because as you go into, like, a community, any community, is just, like, you know, it, you realize that it's not perfect. I don't think any community is. And, like, with the youth group, with, like, any church community, it doesn't even have to be Catholic, any Christian community. It doesn't matter. Our own families are communities. Of course, yeah. mini community, and, like, none of it's perfect. And you start seeing, like flaws and stuff you know some people leave for those reasons some like drama with people or like certain i totally sure. understand that i guess what kept me going is because it moved from camaraderie to my personal relationship with jesus hmm. that's what mattered the most and like it just so happens that i he blessed me with that community or with this community and i just kept going because there's always like probably one two people or a few people that oh even the the older couples that I learned from something about Jesus that it kept mm. me going back mm. but on top of the daily, like, you know, Bible readings and reflections. I do my personal prayer with Christ. Sure. Cause that, that came first and foremost in my life. And then the community was an addition. So like, regardless of what happened in the community, like with any community, it's just like, you know, I went through some drama too in that same community, but, like, I kept my eyes fixed on God, regardless of how hard it is. Because I'm, like, I'm not going here for people anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, I'm
1: going here for for um, Jesus. And that's the same thing with any church. I think, like, some people leave churches and some people switch to another church. That's fine. Like, But, like, I choose to stay because, like, it just so happens is the community that he's constantly, like, enriching me on top of my Daily prayer. So I guess to answer your question, it's like how I kept the fire not so much how what kept me or what helped me to continue to go to the community. I think it's more than that. It's what helped me continue to have that fire for God. Perfect. It's,
0: yeah, sorry. I was I was gonna clarify that too. Like
1: no, that's okay. I think um it's just like really daily prayer and mm. daily word. Like I was talking to my fiance. And then she was, I was telling her that like, man, I cannot go a day without reading God's word. Mm-hmm. It literally, there's like a Bible verse or two for the day's readings. If anyone's listening to this every day, there's like a set of readings that our Catholic church gives. like, And there's always a verse in there that God uses to like nourish me or strengthen me for the next day. And I was like, without that verse, I wouldn't know how to, navigate through a certain issue it's always like surgically related to what i'm going through in a yeah. day so if i didn't have that verse i would be like i don't know what i'll do with my life today and mm. not not to say that like i'm yeah in a sense i'm a little lost right. And so like because honestly my fire it the fire of my faith is not always burning bright for sure if anything like it's a roller coaster sometimes mm. i feel like i'm on a high point of the roller coaster, like, the low point. But there's always, like, God's always, like, the main line in between that. And I know that if I stick with him, I can, like, get through anything.
0: I guess kind of pushing that question, especially, like, are there, between youth group and today, like, would you say there's some aha moments where you really felt strongly about continuing to be faithful? Because I feel like there are moments where you are Mm – I wouldn't say rewarded, but are given a sign, I guess, per se, where like God lets you mm-hmm. know, like, oh, continue to be faithful in me and kind of, not that things work in your favor, but it's like, are there moments where you kind of were hinted that in God's way of telling you to continue to do what you're doing because encouraging you to be faithful when times are rough or things like that?
1: Yeah, there's so many times where it's like that. Like, yeah, there's definitely huge points in my life because like um one huge point it was like I, I used to be like engaged with someone I guess like you know we were in a relationship for so long and then like um we were engaged for like a few years and then then I guess like God had different plans you know and then he made it clear but like you know and like she broke it off and like I thought I had my life set like it's like oh man like I thought I was following the formula, right? Like, you know, just like I went to school and then now I'm engaged and sure. now we get to be married. But then like got a different plans and like, like he wanted her to go a different way and he wanted me to go a different way. But, you know, when you're in a relationship for that long, like very long, and it's like, you know, you kind of have to rip your life away, like apart from that person. And like that was God's way for me to have an individ- even closer individual relationship with him. Hmm. Like at that time, it was just like, it's not so much like question what I was going through. It's just like, well, kind of like, I was just like, why do I have to go through this like heartbreak? And it was grueling because I was just like, I don't think like any breakup is easy. <laughs> like It's just like- No, just definitely a, not. You know, I had to, it was such a dark time in my life. It was just like when you get someone Who's like attached to your heart for so long and they get ripped out of your life? It's just like, what do you do with that part that's missing, missing, sure. quote unquote, right. in your heart? And I've learned from like people that were in past relationships that kind of I'm kind of a sponge when it comes to experiences where like some people I've seen a lot of people that didn't go to God and resulted to other things and kind of crashed and burned and like they it never fulfilled their life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not gonna waste my time being in a heartbreak and trying all these things that are like of this world that like but, so i'm just going to go straight to god he knows my heart so he knows best how to heal me and he's the one that can the only one that can make my heart whole like so like i kept going to like this adoration chapel at our local church and then like i just kind of used that time to just like really one vent to god like why 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 like when is this suffering going to end And two, just so I think each time that I was hurt or had those thoughts of, like, you know, because, like, I had memories, like, of her for the longest time. And, like, so I'd, like, lift it up to God each time. And sometimes i just sit there in in adoration, just weeping. I'd probably sit there two, three hours at a time each day just to, like, be in the presence of God. And, like, most of the time he doesn't say anything. He just sits there and kind of feels for me. And then in the process, like, I didn't know that he was slowly digging me out of my hole and, like, kind of remolding my heart so it's, like, more like him and, like, more attached to him than with anyone else. And when he got me out of that hole, it's just, like, that's when the real, like, shining began. And some people wonder, I've had a few close friends that, like, asked me, like, dude, you're such a strong person. Like, how did you get through that without resulting to all these, like, things like yeah, earthly things, girls or other girls or right. beer or alcohol, all that. And I'm just like, I always wonder, I was like, man, how do you guys see me as strong? If you guys see me in the chapel, that is not at all what a strong person looks like. I'm always kneeling on the ground. Always like, like I, was, I realized this with my fiance. It's just like, man, I am such a clingy person. Meaning like I cling to God so much and everything and every little thing that like, other people see it as strong and I'm just like, dang, I'm the weakest person, probably weaker than anyone in every moment of the day. I have to cling to him. So like, to answer your question, like, yeah, that's probably one of the, like, well, I wouldn't say doubt, but like not knowing why I was going through it and like, and what God's purpose for me in it. Not because when you're in the dark like that, it's just like, you don't see quote unquote, like the end of the tunnel. Like, I don't know. Sure. I, I did not see at all the purpose of it. There was actually one point during that time where I was just like, I was just there sitting in my room and I heard this from a Bible verse or something like it's like some of the best Man, prayer. You're, that... you're kind
0: of answering my questions before I ask them. Wow. I like this. Okay.
1: Oh, it's good. It's good. So like one of the Bible verses that I'm kind of paraphrasing, but the best prayer that God wants to hear is from the heart. Hmm. Very few, very few words. Hmm. but it's from the heart so like there's one point because god already knows what we are going through and like but he still wants us to talk to him not so much for his benefit but for our own benefit right so there's one point i was just there in my room where i was just like there sitting on the ground like it just my vision was i could see my room but it felt black complete pitch black in my my head in my heart and all I could, like, utter to God was, like, help me. Like, please help me. Or not even please, I would just, like, help me. And I just sat there for a good 30 minutes to what felt like an hour. It's just, like, right. that was my prayer to him. Yeah, and then uh, I, but I kept, my 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 mind says to keep trusting in him. But my heart was suffering a lot. That, like, it couldn't feel that, the the reward of this. But all I know is I think it was the Holy Spirit speaking in my mind. It's like, just keep clinging, keep going. Each struggle, each pain every day, just like keep clinging on to me. I'll get you out. Or this, there is a purpose in this. I mean, hopefully. No,
0: that I love how you said that because Mm -hmm. I find it hard to discuss these kinds of things because Mm -hmm. it's not that you have like a definite answer. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the one thing with God especially is that, let's just say from an uh, outsider's perspective, they can be like, yeah, okay, God's real. That's great. The thing is that you've felt his presence in different ways that makes sense to you. Like, yeah, it's yeah. not going to make sense to people sometimes, and that's okay. But I think there's so much power in the fact that like your relationship goes deep in a specific way with God. And yeah. it seems like you've trusted your gut and your heart and your mind to a point where it's like you know when God is continuing to nudge you and be like, you know, keep yeah. going, keep going at it. Like, like you have no idea where you're going right now, but the fact that like he knew you can handle that heartache, like that's the hardest part about it. And yeah. if if I'm honest, like if I experienced something similar to that, even like, I don't think I'd handle it that same way, to be honest. And I think that's where so much power is in in how you've kind of used that foundation of strong faith and been able to really use that to get past these hard parts in your life. Yeah, you kind of answered my question. My question was like, it wasn't Mm. necessarily like, what are the conversations when you were at that lowest point, but more of like, how did you deal with it? And I really like how you said that quote, which was to speak with your heart rather than words. And I feel like that didn't really resonate the most until that moment, maybe.
1: Mm.
0: Like maybe you didn't feel God's present at that very moment but also mm. being reaffirmed in maybe other previous parts of your life where God kind of found a way to not necessarily resolve your issues, but, like, found a, yeah. a way that worked for you and helped mm. you. out. Does that make sense?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. That's why it's, like, a personal relationship with Christ, you know? Right. I can't – I'm not the best, like, theologian or apologetic or, like, all that. And like, But what I can say is, like, you know, how God was – made real for me Mm -hmm. through those experiences yeah it's so true it's different for every person
0: i mean i already said this but it seems like you have a pretty strong foundation in your faith but Mm -hmm. i would say it's more because you've chosen to continue to feed that and make it stronger you know what i mean like i'm not giving credit all the credit to your mom's side or your family whatever but the fact that you made that conscious decision to Mm -hmm. really stick with it and be like there are good things in life. And I do want God to be part of my plan. I guess my next question is, are there any moments that you felt like maybe staying in the Catholic faith wasn't for you?
1: Oh, um, I don't think, uh, I don't think there's ever a moment like, maybe
0: not that extreme, but maybe moments where even doubt, I guess we can just say to that extent, like where you really doubted and didn't necessarily go to that mindset of like, Mm -hmm. maybe you weren't able to see that there was going to be good at this. Like, from that example, like, I can't say I know how that feels, but in my own life, I've had dark moments. I I can't say similar, but, like, dark moments where I wasn't able to picture what it would be at the end of the tunnel. Because there are times where I'm like, I'm screwed. (laughs) And my brain literally can't comprehend, like, is God listening or watching? Because, like, I'm pretty screwed now, to -hmm. say the least. Like, I've had those moments. And... Again, like I'm not the strongest in faith, but you know, I do look towards God. Sadly, when I'm at the lowest of my, where I Mm -hmm. am in a situation, sometimes, and so Mm -hmm. maybe you can speak on that too. Like, when do you look out to God for
1: help? I went on to this like marathon. Like Saint Saint Ignatius is this guy, this saint that kind of takes apart discernment. Discernment is like. To my, better, to my understanding, it's like how to kind of interpret what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. And one of us, he has like 13 rules of discernment. And I went to this like DVD marathon my mom had. Yeah. It's like, wow, there's so many rules. Yeah, because it help, But it helps us determine like our spiritual journey and spiritual, you know, roller coasters. And one of the rules there is just like, because there's consolation and desolation. Consolation is like when you're kind of like in the upper point, mm-hmm. higher point of your faith journey you feel good feel good a lot of things and you want to praise God and desolation is like the low point it's like desolate you know it's like you don't feel God there but he is there and, but in those two points that's just just our spiritual journey just with every person it's just like it's always up and down it's never always happy what I learned from that is that regardless if I was feeling good or not God was always like there consistently and I gotta like in the hills, in the top of the hill, I gotta thank him, because he got me there. Mm. He brought me up. There. But when I'm in the lower, and when I'm in the valley, that's when I need to praise him. I need to like ask for strength because I can't do it myself. Mm. I need all his strength. So when I'm up again, I'll remember when I was down. Like, hey, I remember what you did there when I was down. So it's like always like a humbling thing. Cause when I'm I'm on the top of the hill, I'm, he always humbles me. It's like, hey, remember where you were. But always prepare for your next down. I guess like there was never really a time where like like I doubted my Catholic faith. It's more like it's actually a test to he gives me like constant struggles to always strengthen it. Like I think the only time where I didn't really doubt my Catholic faith, but when it was really tested, it's like when one of my one of my family members sort of, like converted from Catholicism to watch I forgot which denomination. It was like pinning down different parts of the Catholic faith, mm-hmm. like making me not believe certain things like the Virgin Mother Mary right. and like the saints. And I was like, dude, do you doing that just made me have a stronger relationship with them because like it's mm. just like so, – But anyway, that's going into like a lot of like a lot of other details. But as far as like faith journey, it's just like, man, all these – all those dark times, it's just more so really to – like strengthen me, my faith. And I'm sure you too, when you went through that and like, sure. and actually like, I just learned this yesterday because I'm reading this like adventure Bible, the same thing. It's a, it's still a Catholic Bible, but like a different translation. And one of the footnotes there about suffering because Jesus suffered, you know, on the cross. And one of the footnotes there said, um, suffering is the, the divine appointment towards progress Uh, A divine appointment in which God uses for you to get closer to him or something like that, Mm. for you to progress towards God. So it's like suffering is necessary to get closer to God. It's just like, Right. It sounds so
0: counterintuitive because some people just think like, oh, I should have great things happen in my life to be able to feel God's true blessings. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa calm down yeah, yeah. <laughs> like true god is sadly i mean but it's again it's it's beyond our, our comprehension but like yeah. like god's a loving god but what he thinks is good for you and if you're thinking in a humanly way hmm. you know not everything seems like it's for the good
1: oh totally yeah
0: it's... <laughs> i mean that's a pretty big statement but like that's how i comprehend in my head like lean not on your own understanding like that's definitely something that I've struggled with, you know, I guess my whole life. Because there are oh, certain, yeah. and you know, that's between me and God, obviously. But there are moments mm. where it's like, whoa, are you
1: sure? It's like, what do you mean?
0: Are you sure? <laughs> of course he knows. You know what I mean? Like,
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy because, um, you know, what he thinks is good for us is not so much all the time what we think is good for ourselves. Mm. But we just always got to trust in him. It's like he'd rather show us. In my experience, he'd rather show us, or at least like show me, than tell me. And it's always effective. And it's like yeah,
0: that just gave me goosebumps. Yeah.
1: And like, <laughs> that, I mean, that, that's his work. But like, yeah. And throughout this time, and whenever I like pray to him, like an adoration or my personal prayer, he always says the same thing. He's like, he always whispers to me, "To me, um, I am with you." Yeah. And sometimes, I, honestly, sometimes when I vent to him, I'm just like. Really, that's all you're gonna say? Just like, like four <laughs> give words. Give me more. Out of like, come on. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. just give me a little more or something. Like, right. but that's the thing. Like, going back to it, to like, a lot of times he really doesn't give us solution. See, gives, he shows us his presence at that moment of hmm. suffering. Hmm. He knows what why we're going through what we're going through. Right. But he's not gonna tell us then because the the payoff isn't gonna be as awesome as like oh, I'm going to tell you this now, but you're not going to feel it because, like, you haven't experienced it yet. It's yeah. just, like, so the hardest part is, like, the, the trusting part.
0: Yeah. Let's dive into that. Like, do you ever felt like this is more going into your own experiences now? You ever felt like God answered your prayers or whatever in a way where you didn't expect and then you're just kind of like, whoa, that was greater than I thought.
1: <laughs> oh, totally. Uh Connecting it from what i talked about earlier how i was in that deep dark place after my ga- engagement got broken off yeah. it's like you know i always prayed for like healing like god help me get through this help me get through this that was pretty much my prayer almost every day mm-hmm. and when i did he did get me through it when i got out of that pit he like he answered my prayers like probably 10 20 fold because like Because he solidified or like really mended my heart and made it be attached to him more than anyone else. Hmm. He really made me like flourish. I felt there was a period of time where I was like, where like, I just really felt solid in Christ. Like I felt like a lighthouse, Hmm. solid on the outside, but filled with light on the inside, no matter what. Yeah, he built this lighthouse in me and i remember like having this like desktop wallpaper in my laptop so like i need to be a lighthouse for people mm. like be filled with christ so that they see the light rather than the tower but i need to have a strong tower so that i can like whatever waves that come it can like i can handle it with christ and from that point on, it's just I was just flourishing for like the next few years. It's just like wow, like um everywhere I went, I focus on that just to glorify God in whatever I did. Well, what what when I say this, it's like coming from a really humble beginning. It's just like he blessed me with like multiple talents. And I tell people all the time, like when they tell me it's like, Oh, you can do this and that, like you can like do art, like play guitar and dance. Yeah. I was like, Each one of those things started off st- bottom bottom level like level zero right, right like you know i didn't know how to dance when i was a kid i was horrible i was put in the back of the dance group that <laughs> like that, you know i joined and i was because i was horrible i don't know why they accepted me but like i was in the back of the dance group with art i went to art college not knowing how to draw i went by literally what god has told me it's just like i prayed for a little while he had me go. Long story short, he had me go through like art school, and then now I'm here. Like I'm not the best artist, but like yeah. I'm used I'm trying to use it for him, and guitar. Oh my gosh, I couldn't even sing like <laughs> that well. And when I joined youth group, let alone play guitar. All I learned about guitar is like, like crash course, like lessons with like different people, especially like this one leader in our in our uh, young adult group now. But anyway, fast forwarding that till till like years after the engagement broke off, it's just like, it was just a period of just flourishing, I would say, like thriving in Christ.
0: I like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He got me out of that hole, but then like God, like solidified me even more so I can be really shine his light in like different ways. And in that process, like, I didn't know he was like building me to be a man of Christ to be a spouse, you know, cause I was like, we're not sure if we're called to marriage or priesthood until we're married until you become a priest. right? I didn't know he was building me up to be this man of Christ, to be like another Joseph. And um, I didn't know he was building me towards my other Mary. Meaning like when I say that, it's like there's Mama Mary and nothing can compare to her and St. Joseph. Nothing can compare to him. Yeah. That's her spouse. He was building me up into this man of Christ. And then lo and behold, you know, <laughs> COVID hit. And I'm just like, oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, what? I came to a point where like, okay, you built me up Jesus. Like, but I still yearn for a spouse, you know, like I'm so filled with Christ. Like I feel solid in him, but there was just still yearning in my heart that like, I just need to, I feel like I'm called towards marriage. And then, so and COVID hit, then he really filtered through, like, <laughs> you know, I, I met my now fiance and it's amazing. It's like from the flourishing or from the, all that, the dark times to the flourishing and to like, Jesus just building me up to be this the spouse and like, and now we're engaged. And then it's just all like looking back at it from um from the moment I was born to like um, when I started my personal relationship with, with Christ, like when I was like 15, 16, like all the ups and downs during those times, like there was never, ever, not even a single, mil, what I call it, like not even a single milli moment, a moment's already finite right there's right yeah there's not a single milli moment where jesus wasn't there hmm. like i look back on my life it's like regardless of when i when it felt dark and all of that like he was always there that's why he kept telling me i'm with you he literally is and up until this day and i'm sure for the rest of my life and like even if i didn't feel him there he makes me see it like like looking at it in, in hindsight that he was there it's crazy and do you so feel did, like
0: that, I mean, mm-hmm. that's a Bible passage technically, right? Yeah. Would you say that that didn't really, you didn't really fully understand that Bible passage until, fort, let's say, fortunately, you you lived it. Does that, like, what's your thought process behind that? Like, the fact that you were mm-hmm. able to live that and that Bible passage really resonates with you now, like, And I bring that up because I'm Mm -hmm. not a fan of when people bring up Bible passages and not to throw shade at like what they've been through. I don't know what some people have been through, but Mm -hmm. it it really doesn't settle well with me when some people give me a Bible passage as if like, oh, this will be enough for you. And then I always think like, oh, what have you been through where you feel strongly enough to pass that on to somebody else? Do you get what I'm saying? And that sounds kind of negative when I say it out loud, but my point is that like, certain Bible passages, I feel like have to resonate with you first before you can actually throw it out freely. At least, you know what I mean? Oh, totally. You, you know what I mean? So I don't know if you have a response to that, but that's just my thought process.
1: Yeah. I, I, if we're talking about a verse, I don't know specifically the chapter number, but like, but given that it was just Christmas season, you know, it's just like Emmanuel, God is with us. Mm-hmm. Like I took that, as, like I am with you and like, and yeah, it needs to resonate because each verse has to resonate within your own heart. I think it's more so like when I tell people a Bible verse, like I really have to, even before I say something, I really have to be cautious and saying mm-hmm. like, is this what this person actually needs? Which is like, what is I it... really
0: appreciate about you. Like that's yeah, one like... of your gifts. I, w- I would deem it as a gift. Just oh, being man. able to um, just decipher that. Like that's not... Yeah you know, some people can give advice all day, but re- not really mean it and have that intention of beyond themselves. It's more yeah. of within, like in your case, it's more of the intentions with what does God feel like I need to help this person in a way? Does
1: that make sense? Exactly. Oh yeah, totally. Being it's an instrument what,
0: ultimately. Yeah,
1: exactly. And that's how I, um I try to help people. I always, whenever someone, if ever someone like reaches out to me, like, for help or something. Like, mm-hmm. I always pray beforehand, like, hey, God, you know this person's heart better than I do. Mm-hmm. So whatever I say and whatever you want me to say, help me know what to say because yeah. whatever I think really kind of doesn't matter, it's, like, what God thinks mm-hmm. uh, that that person needs. And, you know, if I'm open and empty, I can, like, really be used by him to speak to that person. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of the times, pretty much, like, I say something where I'm like, Oh my gosh, like where did I come from? Like just, <laughs> he pulls something out of my past or something yeah. or some verse that I read. That's why, that's why I like reading the, the Bible every day. Cause like, I never oh. know when it's mostly for me, for my own enrichment and right. like being like knowing Christ's heart. But then I, I didn't realize that as time goes on, like it's really more for someone else too. I may not say the verse exactly word for word, but sure. like based on like, you know what that person needs, like, and what I think God is telling them like, ah, sure. I'll tell them, but yeah. yeah, I won't just like splurge out. Like, cause no one really gets, that doesn't really help the other person. If I keep blabbing on, I mean, I do yeah. talk a lot, but like, <laughs> like you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. God, there's so much to talk about, but I, I want to respect your time. So let's, let's just move on to, uh, yeah, I like yeah. to call these hard hitters. So they're kind of like a recap of your life in a way. So since this is on the theme of faith, What's your favorite mm. Bible passage that you like to live up to?
1: Oh man. Yes. So definitely Ephesians five verse nine, where it's like, like live as children of light for light produces every kind of goodness, righteousness and truth. Because like, I like that because I'm um, live as children of light, especially that part, like children. We're all, believe it or not, even as adults, we're, like we're, we're kids. We're, we're, yeah. There's always a, Child in our heart, I think that that's one of the verses that one of the Bible verses says was just like we gotta live childlike, not childish. It's mm. different. Childlike at heart, because like meaning like always trusting in God, and always open to learning from Him and to live as His light. Yeah, to like it's like it also, It reminds me to just like really always try to empty myself. So when His light is in me, there's nothing. There's no vessel. There's not no part of me that can, or I at least I strive to do my best. That there's right. nothing that blocks that light from coming out, because you know, like every imagine like a little test tube, a glass test tube. It's clear, but like whatever stuff or smudgy you have on there, a little even a little little dot on the right. on the outer edge. It's like that ray of light could could have been for someone. So if I if I didn't like confess that sin or. Hmm. Well, not like a, a mortal sin, especially mortal sins probably block a huge part of, your, yeah, yeah. of of you as a vessel. Like that's the light that was not shining to whoever God wants to shine to. Not to say that we thwart God's plans. No, but like at the same time, like, why not make it easier for him? It's just like to surrender and always be cleansed. So I ch- always try to like be empty and be clean as best as I can. That way it's it's not really it's not really about me anymore it's just like
0: Mm, that's huge wow
1: like it's not really this actually never been about me and just but it's like it's more about the people around me like i think like one priest um told me he he like passed on now but like um a couple years ago he told he when i was helping out for mass he asked me so are you striving to go to heaven i was like yeah for sure. I try every day. I pray every day, blah, blah, blah. Right. I, it's like, I, People I, I. People like, say
0: no to that? Well, I'm
1: just kidding. Know, like, or like, I, I do my best. Yeah, I'm not yeah. perfect. It's like more, I do this, I do that. I pray, I go right. to Mass, I do that. <laughs> Nothing wrong with everything I'm saying. Like, But then he, after I answered that question, he, he asked me, so who are you bringing with you? Hmm. And I'm just like, oh, crap. You're right. And like, you <laughs> God, and that that may be and he just kind of left it off that and then he said mass and oh, i was whoa. like oh man i was like dude drop the yeah drop the ball on <laughs> cliff the cliffhanger
0: whoa okay
1: oh uh, yeah and then so i started thinking yeah who who do i bring with me huh. and that's how you know i strive to like bring others like to christ in a personal way it's it's a very hard thing to do to like serve but i guess that's what god's grace is there for so yeah wow
0: that's pretty huge like that's a di- definitely a different way of thinking you know i actually don't know what to say to that because it's like just being able to have the mindset of that it's beyond you now like <laughs> like <laughs> i don't Whatever. know what to say I, i'm yeah that's okay but i mean like i don't have words like in a good way like that's that's, that's so okay. powerful that like i actually have no idea how to respond to that
1: well, dude, that, that's right. Because, like, um, actually, I guess, like, two more things I wanted to say It's like, a, sure. because as as Catholics, you know, we're so focused on our individual mm. devotions to Christ. Nothing wrong with that right, at all. Right. Like, it, that's awesome, have personal. Right. Or sometimes it's not even personal. It's just, like, routine daily prayer and yeah. all that. that. Mass, like, that's awesome. Nothing wrong with that. But, like, and also developing a personal relationship with Christ. Is, it's good. Right. It's more, like, individual. I guess Saint John Paul II said this, this is like the best gift that you can give if of, of yourself to others. Mm. And it's like and then life becomes more fruitful and then you start thinking about not only what's good for you but for others. For sure. And it reminds me of like um pretty sure a lot of people have seen Doctor Strange like that movie. Yep. And at the end, because you know he started off as really cocky dude, all yeah. about me, I'm rich money, and like yeah, everything, money, I got everything. And like you know, life got turned upside down. Mm-hmm. And at the end, the emperor supreme or something, when she like passed away already. Right. And then there's this one part I remember where he or she told Doctor Strange like, "You're missing the whole point here. Hmm. The point is, it is never about you." And I was just like. Oh my God like, that's, yeah. I, I look yeah. at movies at such a spiritual level like, oh no, yeah,
0: and it's it's know. definitely comparable at a you know at a certain degree, but yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. so I looked at that I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, that's <laughs> totally. Right. And then um, yeah, I guess that's why I try to like always prep myself and always try to surrender as best as I can.
0: I respect that man. All right, and last question. Yeah. What are three things that you're most thankful for right now?
1: Oh, man. Um, definitely thankful for uh, Jesus marrying Joseph. Yeah, that, That's three in one because like the Holy Family. <laughs> that counts just, as one. Like,
0: yeah, yeah, you're good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Holy Family is just like, and my relationship with each one of those members of the Holy Family, like Jesus, my relationship with him, yeah. my relationship with Mama Mary and St. Joseph, because they really like the, perfect example of a, of a marriage of a family what a family should be Mm. and like he's they're always like teaching me and my fiance so many things every day and it's like wow it's just limitless and then we we cling on to them so much and the second thing is like uh i'd have to say definitely thankful for my fiance it's just like wow the way god brought us together it's just like whew. yeah I I can't even like behind your comprehension. Yeah. Like you, how that happened, like in detail, he brought us together like so well. And like, I thought I was good with my faith, but like she really inspires me to learn more about my faith, to really be more consistent and more. And, and she sees blind spots in me that I obviously don't see because there are blind spots Mm -hmm. in my faith. Yeah. Brings me up to be a stronger, you know, other Joseph, other man of Christ. And the third thing is um, definitely my parents, you know, there's such a good pre-marriage class right now. I'm like, <laughs> 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 you know, like shaping all the challenges right. and like, but at the same time, I, their upbringing and like just uh, sacrifices that they made, you know, they helped me become holy from as a kid, even like challenges like nowadays. So. I guess those are, th- those are th- three biggest things yeah. it's like multiple things in those
0: Perfect. three hey thanks for listening shout out to mark for sharing his story about living with intent and just staying faithful to god in everything that he does feel free to hit me up on twitter at hint of underscore lemon and listen to me on spotify and
1: apple podcasts bye bye